Hello, welcome. I am Jane Wilson and this is a special edition of the I Am Jane Wilson podcast. And I'm bringing this to you today without any of the jingle intro music and without a guest. It's just me and I'm in my sauna. Um, And I thought I would record a podcast because it's Wednesday the 25th of March 2020 and we are on day three of lockdown and it's lockdown from the coronavirus COVID-19 and it's a very unusual time for everyone. There's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of worry a lot of uncertainty and it feels very very surreal. I was listening to the First Minister of Scotland Nicola Sturgeon recently and she said if your life still feels normal it shouldn't. Nothing about this should feel normal. And I'm looking to see the positives that we've been given so because of my health condition I have been told that I have to be on 12 weeks isolation but then nobody can has been able to, at this moment been able to confirm what that should actually look like for me. There's some people saying that I should be in a room completely by myself, only leaving that room to go to the toilet because I live with somebody else. Other people are saying as long as my partner doesn't go anywhere, then we can move around the house quite freely. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit, there's even confusion in the advice that we're being given from different people in the medical and political world, so nobody's really sure, and I think that's what part of the problem is, is there's no certainty of this is how it's definitely caught, this is how you're definitely going to respond, and because people are on different medications, lots of people are responding really differently, so... Everybody's just trying to do their best and I think that's a really important thing for us all to remember that everybody is just trying to do their best including the politicians, including the medical world, including your neighbour who seems to be a bit of a dick and your neighbour might not be a dick, you might be very lucky I'm just talking about those people who might have a neighbour who's been a complete dick about this the people that are frantically buying up all the toilet paper and panic buying. Those people are acting that way because they're scared. And they're behaving very selfishly. But part of that they don't have control over. Part of it they do have control over. So for the people that are not panic buying and are looking at these people that are doing it, you've probably had that opportunity to pause and take a breath and go, right, what the fuck? These people haven't done that and that's not their fault. That's just where they are in this world. They haven't had the experience or maybe the right guidance in the world that we need to just pause and take a breath so that we can be rational about things. When the nervous system kicks in and takes over, rational doesn't doesn't come into play because 
the part of your brain where the rational centre sits when you're in stress gets shut down. And unless you have practised meditation and are aware of this, then it happens and you just go into meltdown. So please show some compassion for those people, even though their behaviour is to the people who are not that way completely irrational and selfish. There's a borderline part of it that's just brain malfunction that we have to then hopefully teach them that there is a better way to behave so that, God forbid, this happens again or there's future events where shit hits the fan that they can maybe make better choices. We have been given the gift of time. There's so many things in this world that we have gone, I would do that but I just don't have the time. I'd love to do that but I just don't have the time because work's so busy, life's so busy, people have got clubs that they need to go to, there's responsibilities, there's all sorts of stuff that we've always said, oh I've got to do, I've got to do, I've got to do and now you're being told you're not allowed to do any of it. So you now have time. You now have time to do all those things that you have maybe said that you want to do. So while we're in lockdown, there are some things that are really important for us that we that we go through. So if you remember back to Christmas, Christmas and New Year, that two-week period, you switch the alarm off and have sleep-ins, you eat as and when you like, you completely lose any sense of routine and then remember what January was like. January was an uphill struggle to get yourself back into any form of routine. It's a lot of effort, it's disjointed. January almost feels like a big, it's a big uphill struggle. It's just like, oh my god, and by the end of January, like, thank god February's here this can be the new year because you've gradually worked your way back into that routine and got things back on normal. So what we need, need to be really conscious of is don't treat this like Christmas and New Year where you switch the alarm off and you lose your routine and you eat all the food all the time because when we come out the other side of this, you don't want to have to go through January again and have that uphill struggle. So keeping a daily routine is so, so important. Another really good habit to get into is to journal. So journaling, especially if you feel like mm, all your freedom's been taken away or you've high levels of anxiety or distress, journaling is a really, really good place to write this down, to clear your thoughts, to get it all out on paper. Also just keeping a journal of what the hell was going on at this time in the world, in your mind, in life, you know. We're all fascinated by Anne Frank's diary. You could have, hopefully not with the same tragic ending, but you could have your own version of what it's like to to be in shutdown. So writing a journal can be really, really useful at this time. Practicing meditation. 
So finding the meditation type and style that works for you. On my YouTube channel, I have a couple of guided meditations. I'll put the links to them in the show notes. There are apps galore out there with all sorts of different meditations. Some of them are eyes open, some are eyes closed, some are listening to music, some are guided. You've got the insight timer which will just set a time for you and you have the option to be in silence or to have music. But finding a meditation practice that works for you and trying a few different ones because what works for you one day might not necessarily work for you on another day. And I like to have a few different types and styles just depending on if I feel really jittery then a sitting down being sat in silence is really really challenging for me to do so I'll maybe do a movement meditation and then other days where I already feel quite blissed and quite chilled then a silent meditation is what feels nice on that day so have a few different options in your toolbox moving your body now I know we're being told to stay in the house and sit on the couch and just watch Netflix, that's what people are trying to be encouraged to do because all of a sudden people are saying you're not allowed to go outside and all of a sudden the beaches and parks and pathways are all rammed with people desperate to get out and walk. So it is so important that you move your body. If you don't move your body, everything becomes stagnant. If you do become unwell, then when your body's stagnant, it's even harder to move it. So it's harder to move the the unwellness from your body. So keeping your body moving, keeping your heart beating, keeping the blood flowing, keeping the the lymphatic system working will help keep you well. It helps boost the immune system. If it is possible to get out for your walk outside by yourself or with the people that you live with, then you need to get some fresh air as well. If you have a garden, then go out and work in the garden. This is the perfect opportunity to do your garden. Dig those weeds up. It's really good for you. It's good for the aesthetics of the garden. It's good to get your hands dirty. All those microbes that are in the soil are really good for your mood. There's been research showing that getting your hands dirty in the garden is really good for beating depression. So move your body and remember to pause and breathe. So taking a pause to breathe, similar to meditation, but when we're stressed, when we're anxious, we don't breathe properly. We breathe into the top of the chest and then that feeds the stress. That enhances that stress response because your body thinks it's in danger. So taking a pause, big deep breath in. slow exhale out. Doing three or four rounds of that breath is just going to help calm the nervous system down. There's a lot of conversation and talk about fight or flight and rest and digest, these two sides of the nervous system. They both have a very important function in your body and it's not just for fight and flight and rest and digest. The sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system do a dance all day long and that flip between the two of them is what gets us moving and gets us through the day from waking up in the morning to falling asleep at night and everything in between. So we need to nurture both sides of the nervous system but being able to take a breath just allows things to calm down 
allows that rational part of our brain to be able to stay functioning so that we make responsive decisions instead of reactive decisions. Practicing gratitude. Every single morning, you could do this as part of your journaling. Write out three things that you are grateful for. And more so now, when lots of our norms have been taken away. Oh, I'll just pop out to the shop, so I'll just go and see my gran, or I'll just go and see whoever. You have to be really conscious of these things now, so being grateful for all the things that you do have is so, so important. Writing them down, writing why you're important for them is going to really embed it into your body and gratitude is again scientifically been proven that it boosts our immune system it makes us feel better it helps alleviate depression and anxiety so taking some time to be grateful if you're at home with your family then be grateful together talk about all the things that you're grateful for make this part of your family time whether it's at a meal, whether it's part of your morning routine, whether it's part of your wind down before you go to bed routine. But make gratitude something that you bring into your day every single day. Eating healthy. Same as moving your body, same as having a daily routine. Think about what it's like over Christmas if you're somebody that just goes it's Christmas and stuffs their face full of shit. If we are going to be in for long periods of time, eating healthy, super important. It doesn't matter if you put weight on during this time of lockdown. Who fucking cares? What matters is you are eating for the best of your health. Again, when the stress response kicks in, when that sympathetic fight or flight system kicks in, you are using a lot of energy. So your body needs instant hits of energy. Those instant hits come from sugar, starchy carbs, which is why we reach for the crisps, the biscuits, the sweeties. So if we can fuel the body with healthy, good food during this time, we're going to support the nervous system, we're supporting our immune system, and when we come out the other side, we won't have to be going, oh my God, I'm so fat. I've got loads of weight to lose. If you put on some weight, you put on some weight. Who cares? It's not the end of the world. What is important is being as healthy as you possibly can. So making sure that you stay well hydrated, drinking plenty of fluids, non-alcoholic, especially if you're not well. So important. We need to, again, keep all the fluids in the body moving so your blood system your lymphatic system all rely on you being well well hydrated so get those fluids into your body herbal teas brilliant to support the immune system water obviously super important fizzy juice not so great too much caffeine again not so great because it can overstimulate the nervous system so we want to not completely avoid caffeine, but all the sleep researchers show that caffeine for a lot of people after 12 o'clock, not a good idea. So try and avoid caffeine, especially later on in the day. 
have your caffeine as your first thing in the morning. So sleep, while I'm mentioning it, sleep. I have done so many posts on social media about sleep and the importance of sleep. We need sleep for our immune system. We need sleep to repair the body. We need sleep to stay well, to stay healthy, to regenerate. There are so many things that we still don't understand about sleep, but we know that even through evolution, sleep is one thing that we have never not needed and has never decreased during busy periods of time. That's when that's what the first thing is to go or sleep. Oh, I don't need to sleep. I'll take an hour off at the end of the day. I'll take an hour off in the morning. I'll have less sleep. Now is the time to really get a good sleep hygiene system in place. Part of your daily routine, getting up at the same time, going to the bed, going to bed at the same time. Not watching TV in bed, not having devices in your room at all. These things can disrupt your sleep. Having the lights dim, especially now as we're coming into spring, the lights, the nights are getting lighter, the days are getting longer. So we need to maybe start shutting the curtains, not so much in March, but if you're listening to this in June, we need to be pulling the blinds down, shutting the curtains, having dim light so that our body is prepared and ready to go to sleep at a much earlier time. Have naps. If your body's telling you it's tired and it wants a nap, have a nap. And don't feel bad about it. Don't feel guilty about it. If your body needs to sleep, it will tell you, so take it. All of it's a benefit. Read. Read some books. I don't know anybody who says, I don't read enough. No, that's not right. I don't know anybody that says, I read too much. <laughs> Got that totally the wrong way. Um... There's so, I, I am so guilty for buying books. I have a whole wall of floor to ceiling books. Many of them I have not read. And I have a huge pile on my desk that's going, I'm next, I'm next. So make time to read your books. Read books on sleep. Read books on health. Read books on things that you're interested in. Read book, read fiction. Very important to read fiction at this time as well as reading books that may educate you. Super, super important. Write. You could do more than write in your journal. You could start writing a book. You could maybe start writing correspondence to people who you can't get to see in physical person just now. At this time, the Royal Mail are still working. So that could be an opportunity to get some letters out. The only problem might be is if you don't have stamps. But I believe that you can buy stamps online. You would need to double check that though. Phone and video call your friends. So often, I'll just send a quick text message. I'll send a message on social media. You don't sit down and actually get a chance to phone and speak to your friends and your family. This is the perfect opportunity. Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's in lockdown. Everybody's sitting in the house. Pick up the phone, get on video chat, see people, have a conversation, having real conversations just rather than the text message conversations. 
now is also a fabulous time to learn something new. Again, I would love to learn blah, blah, blah. How to draw, how to paint, how to whatever. Learn a language. Whatever it is, now is the time. You have been gifted time. There's online courses. There's audiobooks. There's podcasts. There's books. There's tutorials on YouTube. You name it. What you want to learn how to do, you can learn how to do. Because the resources are out there and you have the time to do it. So learn something new. If you already can draw and paint, now is the opportunity. Perfect time. You have lots of time to draw and paint. Listening to music. Listening to music that makes you feel good. Uplifted or calm or a little bit of both, flipping between the two. Music is so important for our health and well-being. Sound is important for the for the body, for the mind. So playing music and bringing out all those old albums that you used to love years ago. Go a trip down memory lane, go on to Spotify and create your own playlists. The world is your oyster when it comes to music because you don't need to go and buy individual tracks now that we can stream them. You've got Spotify, you've got SoundCloud, you've got Amazon Music, you've got Apple Music. There are new artists out there all the time creating music, putting it out. So search for all those old bands that you used to know and love, but also look and see what the new music is and experience some of that as well. Try some different genres of music because you just never know. You might find some random genre of music that you'd never heard of before and you tune into it and you think, oh my God, that's amazing. Enhance your experience of the world. If you play an instrument, now is the time to practice. If you don't play an instrument and you have one, again, you've been meaning to learn how to play for ages, now is the time. I have a drum and a didgeridoo. Um, and I did look at a YouTube video some time ago to try and learn what to do with the didgeridoo and I think I might at some point bring it out and see if I um, can even get a sound out of it it looks pretty complicated with the circular breathing but we will learn, we will see, we will see I've already mentioned this when it was talking about learning something new but online courses I have purchased I don't even want to know how many online courses, probably as many books as I have I've got as online courses that I've maybe started and never completed. Now is the time. Either enhance the skills that you already have or learn something new through online courses. Really, really. There's some great um, course providers out there. There are ones that do free courses. There are some companies out there giving some of their courses away for free because they want to give something back to people. There are also people who have courses that are pretty inexpensive for you to learn some new skills. Dance. Dance can fall under move your body. But if something you don't do is dance, then when you're playing that music, get the music on. Have a boogie. Helps you get the, the body moving. Helps uplift your spirits as well. Listening to podcasts and audiobooks, if you're listening to this, yeah, you're already on that bandwagon. Again, you can go, there's new content, there are so many podcasts, new content going out all the time. 
and so many old podcasts. There's fiction, there's facts, there's conspiracy theories, there's a whole spectrum of whatever. You can even, I think, get religious ceremonies on there. So if you're missing going to church or chapel or the synagogue or the mosque or wherever you go to pray, I'm sure you can download some audio of whatever your place of worship is. Bake. Now, if you were fortunate enough to buy some flour before the shops all ran out, then you're laughing. You will have a cupboard full of flour. Um, if you bought flour and don't know what to do with it, now is the time to learn. If you normally bake, then bake some delicious treats. Maybe give them to people. Maybe donate them to a local charity because there's lots of charities that are still out there helping the, the vulnerable people. So maybe giving it to them, sending the stuff up to the hospital maybe. The NHS are doing amazing work so maybe you can send some stuff up there. Also cooking. We're at a time where shouldn't be going to the shops every time we go, oh I don't know what to have for dinner, I'll go to the shops and I'll buy some stuff in. Now is the time to get the stuff in your cupboards out and start creating some dishes from what you already have. We all have bags of stuff, whether it's lentils or dried beans or tins of things at the back of the cupboard that you bought and said, oh I must make a vegetable lasagna or I must make a curry or I must make a whatever. Now is the time to get those ingredients out and have a play around, try some new flavours, try some experiments and see what you can bring to the table and cook some amazing meals. Start to play about and find meals that are quick to make so that when we go back to work you know what you can make quickly and easily and tastily so that you've always got yummy food. That's the list of things that I have, of things that you can do while we're in lockdown. If you have any other ideas, then please share them. I'd love to hear them. I am using this time as well to record more podcasts. So if anybody listening to this thinks, I fancy a chat, it can be about anything. We could even do a lockdown podcast where we have five minute conversations with lots of different people just to have a wee chat about people's experiences, have a chat about how we feel about things, what's going on, any wisdom that you have to share, anything funny you want to share. That would that would be a really nice podcast, I think, to have on, as well as some longer interviews, conversations about anything else that's going on in the world or any other conversations or stories that you want to tell. So please reach out if you fancy a yarn and we'll get that recorded. I have plenty of time to get this done. I am still running all my classes online. So my yoga and Pilates classes are still running to their normal timetable online. So Mondays, 10 o'clock and 7 o'clock I have Pilates. Tuesday at 6 o'clock I have yoga. Wednesday, 10 o'clock and 7 o'clock I have yoga. Saturday, 10 o'clock I have Pilates. And 11.30 we have yoga. If you want to join in with any of those classes, then get in touch with me, jen at iamjenwilson.com. 
I, all I'm asking is to pay for one class and you can have access to any of the classes in the week. If you financially cannot afford to do that, then send out an email to me and just say, I'm totally skint at the moment or can I make a donation or whatever. And you are more than welcome to join. I don't want anybody not joining because they can't afford to come in, but this is my only source of income. So if I'm not charging for my classes, I'm not earning any money. If I'm not earning any money, I ain't going to have a home very soon. So just to try and keep the economy flowing a bit, if I've still got money coming in, I can still pay my bills and I can still then buy from other small businesses that I want to support as well. And that's how the economy works. That's how the world keeps going. So if you can financially afford it, then pay for that one class and have access to all the classes for the whole week. I think that's where I'm going to sign off today. So if you want to get on the podcast and have a chat with me, reach out. If you don't want to be on the podcast but you still want to have a chat, reach out. Stay safe. Remember that this virus is still pretty unknown. We're not sure who all has it because we can't test everybody. But we all, we do know that people are carrying it that don't have any symptoms. You might be okay if you get this but you may come into contact with somebody who won't be okay or that might pass it on to somebody else that won't be okay. So it's not just about you, it's about everybody. So stay at home, stay safe, don't hoard. Love to everybody. Be patient with people, especially when we're locked down in the house with each other. Breathe, be compassionate, give yourself some love. I'm sending you love. Until next time, take care. Love you.